A good morning and welcome to the Capital Gang. A very rare voice today, but I am going to try and fill in the very large shoes left behind by Oscar Semweam Soke. My name is Raymond Mujini, for those that have not encountered this voice. And um, I have never in my lifetime had a, a weekend with gangsters. So today is my first weekend with gangsters and to commit this crime of having a reasoned political debate on the events that have happened this week. We already have some gangsters in the house. Uh, I see Honorable Semu Junganda, I see Honorable Sebalamu, and I see Ivan Rugambwa. And I guess that we will start the conversation definitely from the hottest topic this week, which is the Soroti by election. Um, I, I want to start with Honorable Semu Junganda because your party was the, the runner-up in that election, if you believe the outcome that came from the Electoral Commission. Um, but Honorable Semu Junganda, when we saw the images coming from the election day, not the results, but the images from election day, the arrest of your party members, the, the arrest of elected agents uh, of Honorable Moses Satan, um, why, why did you take part in such an election? Within the FDC, that discussion itself has been very divisive. Um, <clears throat> do you participate in elections? or you just boycott and go home. We took a decision that our participation, so we're going to use the elections uh, <clears throat> as a platform itself. Like I come to Capital Gang to, uh, to debate, because abandoning them will actually leave you worse than, uh, worse, worse off than you were, because you see, the, Rallies that we have held in Soroti, the meetings, on a normal day they will not allow you. That you go to Soroti and invite everybody for a political rally, they will not allow you. You can only do that uh, during elections. But this particular election, I, I have participated in by-elections and a number of them. Um, I, I have not seen them act the way they acted in Soroti. They rig elections, they, they, but sometimes they don't want to leave the, <clears throat> the, the traces. But in Soroti, the level of arrogance and impunity, <coughs> there is a, 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 a polling station they closed at two and carried away materials. And uh, in the past, Police did not want to act the way they acted in Soroti. They, they will bring people who are not in uniform. You saw what happened in Bukoto South. People who raided the polling station were all armed, but they never had the uniforms on. In Soroti, policemen in, in uniform with known names, they are the ones who are raiding polling stations, beating people, firing tear gas, shooting in air. And, and, and carrying away material. In fact, so the question, why did we participate in an election like this? Sake living in Uganda. I'll ask you the same question, why do you continue living in Uganda? So we just have to continue battering. Yeah, but, but Honorable, <laughs> if I could ask a, a more direct question. Yeah. Ever since the advent of multi-party elections in Uganda, the FDC has challenged every presidential election that has come. Yeah. I think with the exception of uh, 2016. And the challenges in the courts of law have been that these elections are not free, they are not fair, 
Um, and courts have really given <coughs> you some of the best judgments in, in the land. So how long will this platform of, of electoral campaigns First be of all, I, I, I don't look at this as a um, sole responsibility for some of us who are active. It is my responsibility. It is your responsibility. This is your country. And I have kept uh, arguing that way. People who stopped uh, Bakiri Muruzi from clinging uh, on, on to power were religious leaders. People who stopped uh, uh, this guy in, in Zambia, forgotten his name, was changing the constitution also to stay on. Kamuzumanda. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, the, the one who came after Kawanda, I've forgotten his name. Chiruba. It was a collective effort by all citizens. The trouble is that you, Raymond, and many people think that this is our sole responsibility to make things better for everybody. We all have to participate. The, this sort of elections, today I am a candidate, maybe tomorrow I will not. But we need to continue fighting to improve elections in Uganda for everybody. There cannot be elections of FDC to lose or elections of, of, of any other party. There are Uganda's elections. We have a duty, all of us, collectively, to improve these elections. So our participation, I have told you in FDC, we have had an internal... There was time Dr. Vesiji was visiting my constituency, I think 20, 2016, and I was saying, please don't bring Vesiji here. Me, I'm a candidate, and him is mobilizing people not to participate in elections. <laughs> <laughs> and I had trouble. <laughs> uh, eventually, they said he will come. If you want to attend his meeting, it's up to you. Uh, and, and I knew the organizers. Were, so I had to organize the meeting. And at the same rally in Weyogere, Dr. Westy was saying something different. I was saying something different. But I was a candidate. So you're inviting me because something that we have discussed, but we've not found a solution. We just have to continue collectively as a country to fight and improve. Because you see, I remember, I don't remember the year when government introduced the public management bill later an act in parliament. Um, <clears throat> we, I remember when I was able to telling NRM MPs that some of you came on border borders. You don't even know what we are discussing, but they came to vote. So. We nearly stopped the voting. Some of us were suspended. Eventually, I was brutally removed from parliament by the Honorable Ranya. But the point I wanted to make, the Honorable Mama Mbawas, who actually wanted to meet subjected to a disciplinary process, eventually was arrested under the same act by Kawes in Jinja. Even these NRMs, and I saw a number of MPs participating in ballot staffing in, in Soroti. You see, these things will catch up with everybody. I have seen them fighting and, and shedding blood in their own internal elections. So we need to deal with this as a country. We, we are the victims in the Soroti, but I've told you, even in the NRM internal elections, you've seen people shooting each other. We just have to continue battling to improve elections. It's very difficult, and I'm seven, and, and the trouble now, the NRM has renewed itself and uh, brought people who should be other DCs, they are now the, the, the prime ministers. They are without a shame. <laughs> this is the first prime minister who can go to the election. 
Museveni has never had a prime minister who can go to participate in leaking. And all of them, the, the chief executive trying to run a country, but this RDC is in Soroti, distributing money, uh, ordering people to be beaten. So NRM has renewed itself, unfortunately, and brought people who should be RDCs and the LOC3 councillors somewhere. They are now the ones who are running the show. And that's what yes. we came head on with in Soroti. So therefore, for me, the message remains the same. We will continue participating in elections as a platform to speak to people, to continue mobilizing. Maybe one day, because if we give up, either Iran away from Uganda, never participate in elections, but those who are going to participate in these elections tomorrow will meet the same hurdles. I, I want to bring in Honorable Sebamala in, in this conversation. Um, the, the Democratic Party, for their first election in a cooperation agreement with the NRM, um, has presented as such a, an election, um, the Soroti by-election. Um, I don't know, from, from the party where you come from, what kind of conversation have you had since these results came out? Thank you, and morning to our viewers. First and foremost, uh, battling the state is not a simple thing. I have been a victim of uh, the same when I stood against the vice president. So I know firsthand on what you're supposed on how prepared you're supposed to be in order to avert what these people come up with. You're supposed to list down from change of boundaries. I remember in my elections, okay, they had to take off a whole sub county where I belong and where my home was and everything to another one to, 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 to put it at the city and then where I was standing as Mukoto Central was no longer my home. So change of boundaries is one of the things that they do too. Yes, So what they do is, uh, first and foremost, they will look for the best candidate or the strongest candidate and make sure that your, 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 the boundaries are changed in their favor. Two, at the time of uh, registration of uh, voters, they play around with the voters register like they are, you know, you, they play around with it like they are, they are writing, a, a, you know, a, a pupils in a school. They decide who to write, who not to write, when to write, and when not to. So you, you, you're supposed to be very alert from the word go if you're going to battle the state. Then you come to the community mobilization. With, a, with a, such elections, actually, it is the community that is supposed to protect the candidate. Now, it is how prepared you are as an individual on, and to, to, to make sure that the, the, the community, uh, it seems to the community that this voting is not for the candidate, but it is theirs. What happens is that if you cannot, if the community cannot protect the, the, the voting system, then you're gone and you're doomed. Uh, then uh, the, the arrests, personally, my wife was, you know, was arrested for my whole team. The same thing they did to FDC. They were arrested. The, the whole camp was ganged up and, you know, taken to Masaka police station. So, at the time of nomination, actually, because that is where the, the, the biggest thing is, at the time of nomination, you, 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 you're supposed to have, as FDC actually, you're supposed to nominate an extra around 10 candidates just to be, to have two, two people inside the ring at the time of voting. I don't know whether I am, I am understood. At the time of nomination, when Atan was being nominated, we were supposed to have like another seven independents nominating also. 
such that at the time when 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 we are voting we have another 14 uh, an army of another 14 people in the same polling session even guarding if, this particular even, box even if you have 100 if they choose to behave the way they did I'm telling you, these guys are brutal. I have never seen them fire tear gas at a polling station. They like did one in my election. Two at three police, polling stations. They fire tear gas, you disappear, they disappear with the DR forms. That's what they do. <laughs> That's a, a very standard allegation. But, but I, I, no, it's, I, not, it's not an allegation. You go for me, I have an example. Go to Buyaga, go to Namirem. In my own election. So I, I see this facade. If you're battling the state, the dynamics are different. Even the preparations should be very different. These are people that have come to, for a dual die. So you have to be very, very, you know, angry with them, actually. <laughs> All right. Th th thank you so much, Professor Amala. We've been joined by Gangsters Honorable Abdul Katuntu and Namfi. Thank you so much uh, for joining the show today. And uh, I wanted to first uh, go to Ivan, and then I, I can bring in Honorable Abdul Katuntu and Namfi. Uh, Ivan, um, the, the election, the by-election that we saw in Soroti, um, if we are to go by police statements, uh, FDC's own statements, um, what we saw was Largely, you can't call that an election. Um, 149 people had been arrested by 10 a.m., including the party president. Registered legal agents of the FDC had been arrested and detained, denying them the machinery to monitor um, the better part of, of the by-election. Um, is, is this what you would call a credible election in a democratic state like Uganda, if we perceive it to be that? <laughs> Nafi, please behave. Please behave. <laughs> we are already okay. smarting from. <laughs> we, are, we are just. We are just smarting from an altercation on national television. No, no, there will be no altercation today. There she will is be just none. sympathetic. <laughs> it's Nafi's <Forever>. empathy. <laughs> so, so Raymond, the 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 thing with the with the elections. Uh, Sorot is not unprecedented. Like, uh, uh, first of all, there are three observations in the uh, Soroti by election. One, every party, by the way, uh, because <clears throat> when you hear the opposition speak, uh, you uh, it is as if this is the first election of the nature they have participated in. I agree that usually the opposition has had to win against the extraordinary odds that stakes against them. But we have had elections, by-elections of this nature, where the opposition has actually won in this election. When you in, say by, of this nature, what does that nature mean? I mean, I mean of this nature <laughs> where there is heightened contestation involving the you know, security agencies as arbiters in an electoral, in an electoral uh, contest. Because you see, what happens, Raymond, is that Security is arbiters, arbiters. No, no, <laughs> I'm saying where they get involved. <laughs> Let's let Ivan make his point. Oh, for sure. Then we, we for will. Sure. Because what, I, I mean, if you have two warring uh, parties or two contenders, and everybody is trying their best to, to outwit the other or beat the other using means both legitimate and illegitimate, illegitimate means. You know, because I, my, I, I, I believe that every party, by the way, even where it's, the opposition has not, every party has had, where they are strong, every opposition party or every regardless where they are strong or where they have the dis, whole disproportionate advantage, 
have o previously also been accused of, of reading of reading particular posts. I remember you know you have had President Museveni talk about elections where he has where the NRM has been beaten and he accuses the opposition of reading of, 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 of reading him. In it was it 2017 we had a by-election in Rukunjiri where the same entire state machinery like went uh, like the one that went to Soroti and that, uh, again went to Rukunjiri. They come there for about two weeks you know for about two weeks. The same from the entire cabinet, all the MPs, all the local, all the the, 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 the who is who in the in the political establishment was camped in 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 Rukunjiri, and they and they were defeated. We have had the elections. The same Jews, you are win. Honourable Seba Mala here is telling you, in an election we are against the vice president, where they have where they have won an election. The thing for me is, do you do you do you do you co cooperate? Is there, do we have a precedent, for example, in Soroti, where whatever issues or demands that the security agencies or the electoral observers wanted, whatever demands they presented to the opposition, did they cooperate and then we, we even in spite of that, brutalized? Because this break-in at the Honorable Adeke's residence, I imagine the police come, came and wanted entry. But at 3 a.m., entering into matter. a home of it, 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 it a member of parliament. Matter. The role of security agencies is also to gather intelligence about any criminal mischief that is happening in that place. But, Why? Uh, Why, Raymond? At I, Ivan, I want to press you hard on this because we have video evidence of the NRM Secretary General in altercations with people he wasn't arrested. We have Wait. video evidence of the NRM Electoral Commission, no, you Tanga Odoi, in an altercation with the Uganda Police Force. You, you, he wasn't detained. Dorit Nyanjura has a small okay. altercation with the police. Okay. She ends okay. up in a cell. Whatever, what, whatever mm. it is, are you saying that Honorable Adeke and the FDC President Poa and all the opposition uh, uh, personnel that were camped in Soroti were legitimate to not open or when asked to open at 3 a.m. all of them were camped in one house nobody knew what was happening there I, the police comes I guess, with whatever intelligence they had and mm. they request entry mm. they re, they are refused mm. entry I, I guess what Ivan the question done? I'm asking yes. is, is the prime minister what? Ruben Anabanja had her own meeting mm -hmm. in in Soroti mm -hmm. with multiple people mm -hmm. the opposition complained about that meeting because they what, said what they the suspected that mm -hmm. there could be rigging there mm -hmm. but the Uganda police force didn't arrest the prime minister we didn't see them break into the, the hotel At what, uh, I, I guess what I'm asking for is where is the fairness in a, in an electoral contest like okay, this Okay we can debate fairness but mm -hmm. surely there must also be a case to be made that you there you there is a certain level of cooperation you need to afford the security agencies because like i told you in uh, elections in uganda have become zero sum by uh, in many of these contests have become zero sum so every party every party every, every party tries to offer, uh, you see mm. when you are going to rukunjiri 2016 mm. of course we, we nearly got killed by police so we filed a case in massacre mm. so the government lawyer in court asked me did you get a police report about this accident I told him, but police was the one killing me. So, and I go to them for a report. <laughs> of course, the judge now told him, please, you are in a court. But I was angry. So I have come to you to report police. Now you are asking me, did they issue a police report about this accident? An accident caused by police, and you want, you want me to ask police to make a report for me to take them to court. So, so, so anyway, I get what you're saying, Honorable uh, Samuju. Uh, but you, Raymond, there is a thing that if you demand, if you are to demand for equity, you must come with clean hands. So in this case, the opposition did not come with clean hands to this. Oh, what, to this what was what was the data on the because opposition it, hands no, in, in the Sorotim by-election? I, I am saying, mm. if by 3 a.m. 
regardless of whether the, the police or security agencies' intelligence is, is false or not, if you're presented with is saying we want to, uh, premises or we want to, to uh, investigate these premises or to want to come in and have a conversation with you, what is happening in this venue? And you deny police entry. You deny police entry. All of you, the entire personnel is camped in this facility. What do you want the police to do? Mm. Uh, uh, no, 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 okay. You are <laughs> honorable Samuji, if you are in the no, police. No, you have case, asked what, what did I want and I said to break it. <laughs> ah, okay. So, so me, I so, am with you. By the way, this violence, by the issue, I am right with you. So, this violence, uh, subjectively, it may be, it may be counter to your position's need, but objectively, it plays also into their politics. Uh, uh, no, because, uh, because okay. you've heard honorable Samuji saying, that what they wanted was for the police to break I, in. I, I don't... Because they <laughs> deny entry to security. Okay, Ivan, <laughs> Ivan, Ivan, Adonable Samuju, thank you so much. Yeah. I, I, I don't... I want to bring Namfi into the conversation. Yes. Namfi, you've, you've listened to Ivan with so much empathy. Uh, you've listened to, so, to Ivan with so much empathy. First of all, what, what was your own impression of what happened in the Sorority by-election? And, and um, Ivan says there was that on the opposition's hands uh, coming into the by-election that they came to equity without clean hands. Um, do you agree with him on that? Yeah, what is going on? Because you just can't lie down and be raped. Uh, like, like Ivan here is saying, when they come to open your door at the wrong time... You just open You just open it. <laughs> like, like even, even as a lawyer, let me tell you, if your client comes to you and, 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 and you tell them, no, don't put up any resistance for your own good, sometimes you have to tell them, you know what? put up the resistance so that the other party does their work so that we can get evidence on the books. The Ugandan public has a right so to know. And with even everything that they did, they won by how many? 800? 600? 700 votes? 633 votes. So imagine with the state machinery, with all the thuggery, with ballot stuffing, arresting and intimidating the opposition, you are the incumbent who has been in power for how many years? 36 years and you still win by um, a, a mere 600 people. Do you know what that says about you? How pathetic you come out looking. And this is the whole president who went there to even campaign and participate personally in the, in, in, in the, in the election malpractices. We had the prime minister there participating personally. We had people like Honorable Wanyoto there participating personally in, this, in, in, in all the election malpractices. And yet still you get 600 extra votes. What does it say about you? It says that you're a failing regime that is at its demise, and it's only a matter of time. So I for me, Raymond, I'm not, even, I'm not even interested in a discussion about this. We saw what we saw. We noted it as a country. Now we move on. I'm more interested mm -hmm. in this gentleman here and his party, <laughs> whether they, because he's wearing a, a, a what? Um, a green T-shirt without any yellow. So I thought maybe the arms would be yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Nampi. I, I want, I, yes, I want so I'm more interested yes. in, in the discussion with him yeah. to see, to, to do a post-mortem on, on where we are. So, where we are oh, okay. uh, yes. I, I so, want us to know. But, but Raymond, yeah. I, I think as a country, yes, uh, this is happening. We saw it. I'm glad we saw it. I'm glad we see it again and again because, I mean, let it never be said that uh, the, the, the whole of Uganda didn't stand up to impunity and didn't try mm -hmm. as much as possible. I mean, uh, President Seven is fighting for his legacy at this point because with how many MPs in parliament? Over 400 and... Around 400. Around 400. 
you you don't need an extra MP to get all your illegal laws passed. You but when you see him fighting, he's he's fi fighting for his credibility in a battle like this. He's fighting for his legacy. He's fighting to show his masters because you know he answers to only one group of people. That is the international community to show them that I'm still after 36 years. I'm still popular. People like me. Look at the number of MPs I have. And unfortunately. This just goes to show the opposite because he's fooling nobody. When he gets an MP like this in Parliament, uh, on his side, he no no one is convinced that he's a popular leader who is loved by the citizenry. I would be disturbed if actually he legitimately won an election in Soroti because I was in in Tororo the other day, and off the main road there isn't even a tarmac road. Everyone you you can smell poverty on the people driving through Tororo town, and if people then. <laughs> re-elect such a person or give him support, then I'm disturbed at the mental health of these people. I start believing that it's <laughs> true. 14 million Ugandans are mentally okay. Nampi, I, if, I want, if anyone I want, can elect this yeah, man again. I want to stop you there and, and bring in Honorable Abdul Katuntu, who is a veteran politician um, who's engaged in, in multiple elections and who's formerly a member of the FDC, still a member, I guess. Um, <laughs> the Forum for Democratic no, Change. No, 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 he was no, chaired. No, 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 no. But he stood in the election as but independent. No. I'm, I'm saying previously. Somebody but will tell us. The, the, the question that I really want to ask I'm is, yeah, is and, and uh, <laughs> mostly because you're the adults in the room in many occasions, why do elections in Uganda present themselves in such a zero-sum state that you must have mambas, guns, um, you must marshal almost half of Kampala to go and defend an election um, that people must watch every vote count and, and see that it, it's right. And then at the end of the day, the result is still not believed. Why do elections in Uganda have to be this zero-sum nature that they are? Where else isn't it? <laughs> no, you, you have countries where it, it, it's not a matter of life Denmark, and death. In Denmark, in Netherlands, in Botswana, in Ghana. You can. Your education forms will find you home. You don't yeah. even go exactly. to the Okay, where, yeah. where else is it in Africa? Ah, uh, in Botswana. Uh, please. <laughs> <laughs> the, the levels just differ. But basically, it's the same. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, the, honorable, maybe maybe to just about. specify the question is yes. is that uh, in other countries, yes, there are legitimate interests in every election, and those interests uh, will be fought for to the very death knell. But there is a mitigation system where you have a law that says this is what will happen at a polling station. Um, this is what you'll expect to find at a polling station. Um, you will have legitimate agents of yours who will take your tally and bring that tally to the, the, the returning officer uh, at the district uh, registration center. Why does that exist in Uganda? That you mean we don't have it? No, I'm just asking, why is we it that... We do have it. Yes. We do have whatever you are saying. Mm. Actually, I, I need to tell you that we have got one of the best electoral regimes anywhere in really? the world. Yes. Really? When you talk about the law, let me tell you, everything is provided for. Everything. I mean, that's what the in law the does law. in the law. You get everything is provided. But because we have bad-mannered people, and we, we, they, they are too many, they just breach each and every rule because of selfish interests and so on. And this election was bound to, to happen that way. Let me tell you why. When the Honorable Tan won last time, he won by less than 500 votes. He beat the Honorable Arigo by less than 500 votes. Now, 
when it came to the by-election and two, I think either two parishes or village had been taken off, the situation even became worse. Why? In that place, FDC is very strong, actually, in, in that particular constituency. But Ariko had been an FDC candidate before, actually, he had been the sitting FDC before he became independent. So there was a, a lot of contradiction within the FDC itself. NRM was not ready really for, for it to go and to, to, to compete as NRM. So they abandoned the only candidate and had now to jump on Ariko. Or Ariko abandoned the independence and had to go to the NRM. So the stakes were so high. I remember telling colleagues here last weekend that it was too close to call. Both of them literally put in everything. And it is, please. I'm, I'm not. Honorable Samuju, I'm going to come to you as an FDC spokesperson. Respond. Please, please. But let's allow Abdul to make his point. And let me tell you why. And this was the biggest message. And I saw even. Yes, it was. Let me tell you. I even saw excitement. And Ibrahim was one of those. I saw him posting what? Crowds. And I told you people, there is a problem with those crowds. Sorot itself is literally a small town that has been rebaptized the city. So the entire Soroti as a town, all the supporters were going into that small place called Soroti East. So you could have these crowds of thousands and thousands, and you think one party is going to win. So NRM had the crowds, FDC had the crowds, but the majority actually were not actually voters. Then you had the entire opposition national infrastructure in that consequence. Then you had the entire NRM national infrastructure coupled with the security of government agents in that one, close to us. So it was bound to happen. Because don't expect, uh, Ivan, and I don't agree with you, that the police was there as an habitat. No. It was there to facilitate one side. Because the whole thing was really too close to call, in my view. And it was not that Denarim was actually strong in that area. But Ariko, as a candidate himself, he had his own support. And that support, basically, some of it was even FDC. Because that consensus is basically FDC stronghold. And you had to have that. And uh, some of you just look other than Kayunga. We are going to have by-election. See if there was going to be as much interest yeah, and what. Whether but, there will be. Uh, yes, they may not, let's, let's just look back to the previous by elections. Yes. Kayunga LC5 was such a deadly contest. I was yeah. That's what to I told you that other than Kayunga. Omoro, by election, deadly contest to its death. Why? There was nothing deadly about Omoro. There was. There was. Uh, no, no, there no, was. No, 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 Abdul Katuntu. More, more than yeah. 60. Uh, no. Uh, more uh, than 60 uh, people were arrested. I guess the question I'm asking. The question that I'm asking isn't isn't an analysis of of, of, of these facts. So yes, but so when the MPs are arrested for you, that is the most. Yes, okay, okay, guys. Abdul has the microphone, and and I, I Abdul, I, the, the, I'm looking for an answer to the question on why elections are such a death contest in this country. Why why do we have to boil down to this place where the selection of a member of parliament must be accompanied by arrests, um, shootings? allegations back and forth, fighting, people fighting to their death for a, a, an election, really? Ah, oh, yes. It's, you know, people are fighting for power. People are fighting for power. And you see, if you fight for power and jobs, you know, you have all these crude methods. And don't imagine that everybody is as disciplined <coughs> as you. There are people who are ready to have power at any cost. 
and they do all those sort of things you are talking about. Mm. And, and it's not good for the country. And I don't agree with Ivan when he tries to <coughs> sanitize it. You see, one thing is injustice to anybody can't be just to anyone. It can never be. So if there is an injustice, we need to spell it out so that maybe <coughs> we have lessons learned and we can have a better election next day. But if you justify it, it means even tomorrow it's going to happen and you come here and justify itself. There is no reason why anybody would break into a member of parliament's house at 3 a.m. because people are planning for For us, what we call political practitioners, the day before election, we don't sleep. We are in meetings and strategizing and coordinating and so on. So being at 3 a.m. in somebody's personal residence, it happens to all of us. Ask all these guys. Ask Semuju, ask my brother Sebaramia, ask anybody. Oh, all of them. We don't sleep that night before. We are just strategizing how are we going to handle the election day. So there's nothing criminal about it. And even when you go there, you just arrest <coughs> the people to the coro and come back. So it's not even that there was any crime which the police are told us these guys were committing this crime or so. Mm. It wasn't. So it, 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 was, it, it was not the best election yes. I would like to go through. Mm. Unfortunately, you are talking to somebody who has gone through those sort of elections. Mm -hmm. I was the first one to win a by-election in this country when I was opposition in 2007. And I know what I went through. I really know what I went through. However, let me tell you, strategic, strategically, the FDC made a big mistake. <laughs> big, big mistake. The strategy was wrong. Because we, right from the beginning, they were daring these people. Don't dare them. You'll get it. Honorable Samu Junganda. Um, you'll get it. You dared them from you, the beginning. You'll get it. I guess them. that you, you will respond on behalf of FDC for, for the things that, that Honorable Abdu is, is saying on this show. And let me tell you why. If I, <laughs> directions of one like that one, I've lied to them that I'm not as popular. By the time they realize they're in trouble with me, don't dare them. Because what you dare them, you'll get it. I am actually trying to understand what I would be saying. Because what is an election? Throughout the whole campaign, you are daring each other. So what did you want the FDC to do? To go to the church and begin praying since the, the beginning of the campaign to the end? Let me tell you what you did. You got all of them. I have participated in three elections, one all of them. And at each rally, I am swearing. You come and rig, you... you Right, your will. Because you see, there cannot be any justification that uh, people come and raid polling stations, policemen, and begin staffing, arrest agents. At OPR, they arrested agents, we brought another set. They arrested it. Did you, did you hear what he told you? We got to no. the extent all, of all, all, even. All. Providing what you would call proxies. All what you are saying yes. is theory. It is not. I you have, not I have, one, who has not I have participated. won yes. five elections. It's You've won only three. Yeah, How because I, I have participated in the only three. We are not okay. of the same. Okay, okay, okay. 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 Gentlemen. Yes. On this one, I'm yes. Yes. Honorable mm. Abdul Katun. Honorable Abdul Katun. Let's listen to Samuja because he's given you a chance to make the case. I want him to respond. That if this got every, I mean, their strategy was wrong. So what did, and one of the accusations is that they were daring them. 
Okay. You, you, they okay. Never okay. So okay. you are not daring them. They okay, gentlemen, gentlemen. I want to, I want to come to Ivan. And, and for us in Ivan, politics, we yes. say. I, I thought, it, you, you I thought you had allowed me. To speak. I, I had allowed you to speak, but now you're, you're in a death nail again. <laughs> and and have, so in your last election, you are not surprising you anybody. See, no, no, that's not true. Okay, please. Okay, let's allow. You see, each election, each election has its own unique problems. I have participated in a number of by-elections, and I have seen the way they behave. We are now at a stage where I'm seven will not allow to lose any election. Having lost nearly all the by-elections uh, between 2016 to 2020, I think now they took a decision that we will no longer lose them, and it doesn't matter who the participants are, how intelligent they are, how strategic they are, all the by-elections are going to take on the same character. They will come and do what they did in Kayunga. They will do the same thing in Soroti. We are going in Kasese. The script is going to be the same. Because I was in Kasese for Honorable Winnie, uh, Winnie Chiza's by-election. When they arrested the, the polling agents who were uh, at Honorable Chivazanga's home, they didn't follow us who were in the field. Today, the Abdu speaks about uh, these even polling sessions that mm. were added. Let me tell you, uh, they changed nothing. At one polling station where the Honorable got 500 votes, there was no voting. They, they were even sympathetic. They gave a turn 10 votes after taking everything. They didn't want to look bad. So this particular election, we have not had it in Uganda. They have raided polling stations before. They have beaten people. They have not gone into polling stations. And the trouble, the chairman of electoral commission and the entire electoral commission machinery have also become vigilantes. We are in Rodemeyer areas Rukwago's elections in Kampala. The things that forced the electoral commission to cancel election did not force them to do so in Soroti. Because in Kampala, they politic. When we found them at Bativare, in Kawawa and Najanankumi, they said this election has lost credibility, it cannot go on. Now the chairman of the electoral commission, a judge of court of appeal, was replacing boxes, uh, the ones that have been found. He said, okay, now you transform it, you now put into this one. I have not seen that happen anywhere. In fact, I was one of those who thought that when you get a, a person of a, um, the competence of a, a high court judge, maybe things are going to improve at the electoral commission. But I saw the Amukama, that uh, court of appeal judge, behaving like a vigilante. There was no difference between him and, and Tango Doi. All right, Honorable Semujunganda, he's not here to defend himself. So Does he have he to be here? He was on, on camera. Yes, but, but he, he would have to defend himself for his actions. I, I have told you, in the case of the road mayor here, the moment we discovered that they had brought political ballot papers at, at uh, Batavari, in Kavoa, in Najanankumi, the electoral commission said this election has lost credibility, they cancelled it. In uh, Soroti, he was just replacing material. And even under the law, is not allowed to do that. There are minor changes you can make at a polling station. 
but you can't find boxes flying and you say, I don't know, if these ones are flying, let me replace them. So this, this is what happened in Soroti. I have not seen it happen anywhere. I have not. All right, thank you so much. If there are others who have seen it, me, I have not. All right, thank you so much, Honorable Semujo. I want to give Ivan um, just three minutes. Please conclude. We've been joined by the Honorable Lydia Wanyoto, um, who, who will... Who uh, yeah, she will join. After the break, we, we'll have a chance for her to speak. Good but morning to our listeners and viewers, and I'm happy to be in the gang. <laughs> I'm Lydia Wanyoto, stood next to Honorable Ibrahim Semujo, and I've just come from Soroti. Uh, we, we are going to ask you very tough questions after the break. But Ivan, make your point three minutes, we take a break. You know, uh, Raymond, uh, when, uh, when uh, Simuju says uh, uh, this election has, I've not seen it anywhere, it was not cl too close to call. Uh, uh, Honorable, Honorable Katuntu has sold you, oh, I, I mean this is public information, that in the, in the election of 2021, a turn one the difference was 500 gentlemen let's listen to ivan um we will each have a chance we will each have a chance to continue this debate you cannot ignore the context in this election which i honorable just explained the difference in the last election in 2021 was 500 votes. 500. The two candidates, the two, 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 two leading candidates. One was independent. The other was 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 if, if DC. This time, this time, yes, the NRM. Yeah, well, the fact that he's, he crossed three months ago, a year ago, does not make him FDC. He's NRM. So the NRM candidate who was beaten the last election was beaten by a different 500 votes. He won this election by a difference of 633 votes. So the contest by all standards was too close to call, was a clear, and it was a serious contest. So this idea that this was, uh, NRM came to Sorot without any vote, and then all of a sudden turned around and lost everybody, ballot stuffed, and, and then emerged the victor, is really, is not supported by any iota of evidence. Secondly, sec secondly, the, 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 the idea that the NRM is not willing to lose any election in this, in, the, in, in this term, the fact that they have what they have beaten all the opposition candidates in whatever by election has happened does not mean that they are not willing to win. Because Raymond, there is no by election where the NRM has not given its best. By the way, even when it has a majority of over eighty percent, in every by election the NRM has devoted all its energies and resources. And in elections where the opposition has been real strong, they have defeated it. We saw in Rukwanjiri, we have seen in, in, in several other places where the NRM has lost an election. So the fact that the, the last time we had elections of NOC1, the opposition must admit one thing, Raymond, that they are very, very thin on the ground. Because when you say the prime minister was in Soroti, the, the secretary general was in Soroti, who in the opposition ranks was not in Soroti? The party president was in Soroti. The Lord Mayor and her deputy were in Soroti. The FDC president and the Meritas president were in Soroti. Uh, Ivan, I guess the, all, the, the, these, the all point, these guys were in yes, Soroti. Yes, but Ivan, the, the, so point, I the, making, the point I'm making yeah, is that yeah, unlike yeah, the, yeah. the secretary general of the NRM, yeah. the NRM Electoral Commission chairman, mm. the prime minister, mm. none of those were arrested on polling day. The entire FDC machinery mm. by 10 a.m. Mm. had largely been so, arrested. So, 149. So, so, so the call for us here is to tally the evidence of NRM malpractices or injustices that were committed and then sue or to present them police or challenge that election. But you cannot say that because the NRM was not touched, then the FDC should also go ahead. And because the police under the Police Act has, has powers 
to come even without a warrant to demand if there is credible suspicion that the crime is about to be committed in a place to come and ask for audience or to intervene if if the opposition people had said open and said we engage the police we had all we tabled whatever we had and there was no ground and they still went ahead and arrested everybody we would have firm ground to criticize the police but these people did not open they did not cooperate with the police they were out there to fight the police but, if you are fighting okay. the police what Ivan, in, in, in another scenario uh, a presidential election mm. they just concluded presidential election mm -hmm. the opposition candidate arrived in kalangala with his entire machinery of campaigns mm -hmm. all they all cooperated they were they arrested, detained arrested, for six yeah. months I mean, the, the, some of the uh, some of the uh, the cases; those cases are still in in, in the police. So I do not know the. There, there is actually no case in police. This poor taken the court martial. <laughs> no, yeah, okay, but there are some of them are still the. Yes. Yeah, so the, the question the is, the question is, when the opposition cooperates, they get arrested. It will be difficult for you to comment. On that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I see him trying so hard to defend the defense. was happening. Because Kalanga was happening just in the immediate aftermath of the the November uh, uh, riots. You see the problem, Raymond, me and if, if, whether it is Samuji, whether it is Katun, whether it is you, uh -huh. the difference between us and the security actors who are out there on the ground uh, is the, the security agencies are the primary consumers of intelligence. Whether they politicize that intelligence is a question we can debate here. But we cannot say they should never act because if they act, we are suspecting they are acting in a partisan fashion. But, but, but Ivan, what, what about, what Ivan, about those cases it? when they act on real intelligence yes. and actually avert... Uh, Ivan, avert, is, is, are, are you trying to suggest that the security agencies never gather intelligence on NRM and, and the work the work methods of the NRM because when? like I can tell you members of the yes. they only gather no. during the primaries. N NRM does no. not commit no. crimes. No, but primary, <laughs> in the NRM primaries. In NRM primaries you saw what was happening in the in the, in the NRM primaries. No. They were as, as contested almost sometimes even as violent moving as on and these were nrm people all of them were nrm people yes let's so, take and, and the police okay. was intervening at okay so it's not let's, just let's go to our break when we get back we'll start with honorable lydia wanyoto who's just why would you even do that to yourself i guess that the, the one brief that oscar didn't give me is that the gang is hotter off air than it is on air so I, I will need a better brief the next time I'm coming in to sit for him. Uh, but we want to thank Star Cafe for giving us the coffees on which we are debating and for the eats that we're getting. Um, I, I want to start with you, Honorable Lydia Wanyoto. Um, you, you joined us a little late. Uh, you, you joined us a little late, uh, but you were in Soroti and you she were campaigning still, uh, for the NRM. Um, <laughs> Honorable Lydia Wanyoto, we just want to understand, uh, from your perspective going into the, the Soroti election, why was it such a death contest for you? I need the more microphones here. I'm going to mobilize all of them to, towards you. Um, first of all, I would like to congratulate Honorable Herbert Edmond Arico for having resoundingly won a very hotly contested by election of Soroti City East constituency. Unlike other by-elections, this particular election was not about who had lost or who had won the previous election. It was about the technicality of boundaries. So there were reorganization of the constituency where two parishes, which were formerly part of Moroto County, were now brought to Soroti City East. So um, and, and that's what caused the by-election so that those two parishes had been disenfranchised from voting the area MP of Soroti City East. Now, that's the background. I was in, I was in, I was in Soroti 
city east constituency for the by-election um the dynamics yes the dynamics that people may not appreciate i i hope that uh, i can give my own perception that will be appreciated we had two strong candidates both of them one fdc and another one formerly and recently fdc for anybody to say that uh, Honorable Ariko Herbert, who had been a member of parliament on FD's ticket for Soroti municipality, was a weak candidate, is living in denial. Because even when he contested as independent, the FDC denied him a flag. They have their own issues. I don't want to talk about it. Because all political parties, can you listen to me? Mm -hmm. All political parties have their own dynamics, <coughs> but when you have an incumbent and you throw him away, then you pay the price. Because when Ariko was thrown away, he went independent to start with, and he lost, because of those technicalities of the boundaries, he lost the difference we have on record in the last election was 300 votes. Is it 300 or 500? It is, I'm telling you. It is three and I'm t listen to me because I'm I'm both technical but also political and I'm no, from no, Soroti. We also have the so you can Google. I mean uh, results. It was three hundred. So there's a lot of propaganda. There was a lot of propaganda, but I'm giving you facts. I'm giving you facts. If I recall, lost by three hundred, and the the, the the two parishes which were actually his formerly ideally strongholds now join the constituency where he contested. And now won by about 631 votes. The mathematics should tell you the story. But no, no, but we, we are the, not asking. We are not no, asking I'm about giving the you the technical yes. things. Yes, yes, thank they you. They should so tell much. you the story. Thank you so much. But the questions that I'm asking you are why was Before you ask questions, a death match for you. I'm coming to that. Yes, yes. I, no, it, please come to the question. It, it, no, I mean, that's not the way we work here at the gang. We have to give them the background. <laughs> yes, Maybe the we should also give you an orientation. Yes, background, if you dare to listen, if you want to listen, but now I am a moderator, I am a contributor. Exactly, the question. I'm asking the question. No, I don't I answer dry answer. questions, I give background. Okay. And if you, if you listen, then you'll get the answer. If you don't listen, you'll miss the answer. So the, the issue is, this election was hotly contested, even in my own opinion it was, because we had two good candidates. Ariko joined NRM. He did not join as an individual. He had a, back, a foundation of support. He had been a member of parliament. Atan, being FDC, had also won the other election, the, the one of last year. That also proved to him that he, had, he has been a strong candidate in an FDC uh, strong stronghold. So we went to win. Uh, uh, NRM does never, never goes out not to win. We went and put out our best fit. At least I was there to talk to every woman voter because that's my mandate. And others also came. So our listeners should know that we had the two good candidates on either side. It was either way, but God was on NRM's side or Ariko's side and we won. Ariko came with his FDC supporters NRM topped up for him. NRM topped up for him. We, we got a good catch, a good candidate who had been a member of parliament anyway before. Only lost. We, we, I mean, we just, have to, we, we just have to accept that this, this is what happened. If Ariko had been traditionally NRM, maybe the contest would have been, wouldn't have been as tough as it is. But for you to deny Ariko, his historical foundation of FDC as a member of parliament, and you only give it to... There was no need for ballot staffing because if there was ballot staffing, 
Then there are records 300 difference last time, and the new two parishes that joined then wouldn't have. No, the difference was. That even mathematically, it takes place that there was no ballot right. staffing. Well, because if in 2021 mm -hmm. he lost by 300 votes, and then there are new, new parishes to, to which they went to court because of their boundaries, and he has now won by a difference of 631 votes, where do you get the ballot staffing from? Well, Let me explain one thing before you ask me another question. There's this Apoyo polling station, which yeah. Honorable Atan went and kicked the ballot boxes and caused chaos. The Electoral Commission put aside all that, brought a new ballot box, and people began voting afresh. There was a mobilization for people. To, that, that ballot box, there was voting afresh. Honorable, there was honorable, voting afresh. I was there. Yes, Honorable Lydia Wanyoto. Now I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask the question. Which question now are you asking? Yes, please the listen. third one. Please listen. Please listen. And, and I want to be a, a very concise. But have I answered your question of the hot contest? No, yes, thank you. So no, much. I have. We are two and candidates, two yes. strong parties. Maybe if this is too okay, strong, I don't let know. Let me ask the question. I can't speak for them. Yeah. Let me ask the question, Honorable Wanyoto. Um, you are uh, uh, from the Women's League of the NRM. You were not arrested in the NRM, uh, the by-election in Soroti. Your colleagues who you are competing against from the FDC were arrested, 149 of them, before the polling actually even started. So the question I'm asking here is, do you consider what you took part in in Soroti to be a free and fair and democratic election, a principle on which your party stands, a principle on which the Constitution believes in? I was responsible to areas of institutions. And I'll give you an example. One of them was the area in Soroti University, and another one where there is a, a technical institute where I, I was working with Honorable Gilbert Olanya. Honorable Gilbert Olanya is from uh, an MP from Nyoya, Amuru uh, district. He was with us in Soroti. Honorable Gil Gilbert Olanya was not arrested. He was one of those people I was with. The, the point is, no, the point I, is not I, I'm, I'm explaining. No. 149 people you are, on the record. Arrested. But now, really, what type of moderator are you? Yes, I'm, I'm giving you, you an answer. I'm yes. giving you an answer. And please listen. They are to, at least sacrifice to listen. But I'm listening for 10 minutes. The reason why, no. The reason why I was not arrested is because I was supervising an area and we were able to abide by all the rules and regulations of elections. And why you are not talking about, there were many opposition MPs. I've given you the ones I was with. They were not arrested. Because they were with us, and all of us leaders who were in that area, where I operated institutions, we were respectful of institutions, also the rules and regulations for electoral malpractice. I cannot speak for those. They can come and speak for themselves. Honorable but Honorable I want to speak for where I operated. It was let me peaceful. Let me repeat my question. It to was be very peaceful. Clear. It Do was consider, peaceful. Honorable, let me let me repeat my question to be clear. Do you consider the election you took part in in Soroti to be a free, fair, and democratic election? A it principle on which NRM stands, a principle in our Ugandan constitution. According to the Electoral Commission guidelines and practices, it was extremely free peaceful and fair. And a candidate that won took the day because he was the most popular for that time. Okay. Yes. Uh, I want you to come in because your candidate... And where I operated from, we respected we respected EC rules and guidelines okay. for electoral practices, including the, including the opposition MPs and people who are with me. We were peaceful. We agreed to work 
properly, and we did, and none of us got arrested. I would not want to withdraw my powers of switching off microphones, but it's possible, and it's one of Just do not be selective about how we are responding. No, 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 I'm not being We don't want lies to be the narrative here. Yeah. Uh, the Honourable Liu Anato says uh, members of FDC were likely taking part in illegal activities in Sorot. Um, <coughs> you are, those are your words. No, but it, it's yeah. part of your brief. Where are you operated from? Yes. The opposition people, we, are, we agreed to be respectful of the rules and regulations. And no, none of us got arrested or disturbed because we, we, where we operated from was peaceful. And none of, I've given an example of Gilbert Olanya. Thank you so and much. And the others who are with us. Thank you so much for telling us where you operated from. Honorable Semujunga, and I'll ask you the same question I asked Manyoto. Yeah. Do you consider the election that happened in Soroti, in which your party took part in, together with other members of the opposition as, 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 as a joint coalition, do you consider that election to have been free, fair, and democratic? Of course not. Because, you see, I have told you in the case of the road mayor, 2011, when the Electoral Commission discovered that they had failed in their job, they actually said this election has lost credibility and cancelled it. We had to repeat it. I have seen Electoral Commission cancelling uh, particular polling stations in elections. But here, they were cheerleaders. The chairman of the Electoral Commission was a cheerleader. What happened in Soroti? Because what worries me is the direction that the country has taken. NRM has rigged the elections before, but at least they are creating a, um, they are not leaving a traces behind. They are, they are smarter. In Soroti, as I, as I said, they brought typical RDCs. They are the ones who rig elections in that fashion with impunity uh, and with cameras available. Some of the journalists, by the way, are being beaten. You will speak to them. Because sometimes they have brought a pre-ticked brought and stuffed them. Now they were pre-ticking at a polling station. There is one where the Honorable Amere MP Chitugum Municipality went at 8. He found when the box was nearly full at 8. When they asked, because they had already arrested the FDC agents, but the UPC ones were still there. So I asked them, how many people have you recorded? He said 12. But the box was full. The UPC agent had. Tanga Wodoi went to one of the police stations, picked FDC agents arrested during the day, and took them back at gunpoint to sign declaration forms. All these things happen. So people can pretend oh, about it. That's a very them. strong allegation that you're making. Tell him, take him to court. Tell him, tell him to court if it didn't happen. Didn't you see him ordering people, police to arrest people? As if this was an internal election where presided over by Tango Doi. These videos are still available. Police arrest that one is abusing me. You didn't see that? So everything that can go wrong went wrong in Soroti. And... Uh, the reason I said I worry for the country, it is the direction, but also it is the attempt to rationalize things that we all should be condemning. Because if you begin justifying, <coughs> if you begin justifying, it's just a matter of time when yourself, when yourself will be a victim. Because 
you organize an election, you cheat it, you beat people, you arrest, you begin transferring them to all the districts available. I, I don't think maybe the cells uh, had been filled in uh, in Soroti, they are in Dokoro, they are in Bukedea, they are in uh, Kumi, they are... Because you see, why didn't the NRM just declare their candidate a winner? Very popular candidate. You declare him a winner even before the contest without having to spend public resources. Because you see, in all these elections, we spend more than a billion shilling. The population in, in Teso is starving. And then you go and spend more than a billion shilling, and that is the money by electoral commission without... Because, and, and I said things have changed. In the Abdul Katundu's by-election, the late Chiva Jinja removed the number plates from government vehicles he was using and put number plates for tractors, for... But here they came with government vehicles, brought they were not even caring. Government vehicles and policemen and military. So that's why I said the NRM, the transformation now should worry anyone who has a head on his shoulder. That the party which was trying to rig elections, at least in a smarter way, they are now scavenging. They don't care. You, you, I mean, the level of impunity. I was in the by-election of the Honorable Paul Mill, and I was the chairman for the campaign. He was called that uh, Karangwa, someone from Kayunga, driving a green uh, Land Cruiser, is arresting all the agents. Mwiru went there and he had to wrestle the man to the ground. And, of course, eventually he took off now, having been embarrassed. But the point I wanted to make is that uh, at around mid, mid the Mwiru was telling me, really, do, must we continue participating in these elections? They come on polling day, you've been canvassing for support, they know they don't have it. Now they must change results. Because we spent uh, six days campaigning. There was no incident. NRM had their own campaign, peaceful, by the way. I think they realized along the way that uh, this, this election we can't win. And uh, if you look at the figures, even if you didn't go to school, where we've registered complaints, the NRM candidate was winning. It is, they are the only polling stations where he was winning with the 500. And they took a bit of time, I think, to do the mathematics because there was, a, there was an election where I'm seven got a, uh, more votes than registered voters in Machindi. <laughs> so that took, yes. took them a bit of time to balance. So my worry is not about uh, Atan losing election the way he lost, but the direction that the country is taking. All right, Leaders of a party that went to wage a war because the elections had been rigged in Uganda, and now they are the ones who are presiding over things that maybe even nobody didn't do. I, I want to, to, to come to you, Honorable Katuntu, and, and uh, as we wrap up th this conversation on the elections, Honorable Katuntu, voters genuinely look forward to these elections to legitimately elect their leaders. Um, the nature and contest of these elections is increasingly making voting an illegitimate. Um, vehicle within which people can choose representation. And, and you've mentioned this, you've participated in five by-elections. You, you have to prepare as though you're going to war for something to just choose was kicking soldiers. Yes. So here. The, the question that I'm asking really is, um, what do we do <laughs> to move these by-elections or even elections from death marches to become centers at which voters can legitimately elect who their leader is? You, you see, once the political contestation uh, is, what can I call it, 
when you have a, a real, real contestation which uh, can go either way, you'll have these sort of problems. And really, I'm very surprised that uh, many of you are thinking what happened is already is, is a big surprise. To me, it isn't. Absolutely not. Because it has been happening before. So is it about staffing? Is it the first time we are seeing about staffing? Is it the first time we are seeing uh, agents being arrested? And as long as you could get the top leadership of the entire position in an area, you are going to have this sort of thing happen. Because the whole thing now manifests itself like a national election. And you know, all of us know what national elections are. The, the, the same, you know, bad manners will come. So there's nothing new which happened in Soroti. It, 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 it happened. The same G is telling you what happened in, 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 in Kasese during the by-election of uh, Winikiza. The, These are the very things. And you remember, but they never expected it. You remember, you, you, you saw that uh, clip when General Munt was confronting a policeman. I don't know whether it has been very popular. It was so violent, so on. Say, so you remember the day you'll be out of that uniform and so on, blah, blah. So these things have been happening. And if they have been happening, do you adopt the same strategy? I don't want to repeat what people say, but if you do the same thing, the same way, and expect different results, then there's something wrong with something between your ears. Mm. <laughs> okay. So what you have Let to do is what we call a strategy. You see, elections, once they have degenerated to those levels, you must strategize. You can't say, okay, now you are going to see us and so on. No, forget it. N Namfi, uh, please, if, if you could come to the microphone. Um, what, what do we do? Yes. What, what, what do we do to move elections from this death knell that they've become to become legitimate contests for people to pick their leaders? Get a new uh, national leader, a new president who actually takes democracy seriously. And, and, and it is not enough to say that in most African countries, this is what is happening. At the end of the day, you have to go back to the drawing board and realize that if someone doesn't respect democracy, they don't. If someone doesn't think it's the... Is, 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 is the people should govern themselves and thinks they should inflict themselves on the people. They'll do everything in their power, especially with the state machinery uh, at their disposal to do everything. It makes me so sad to listen to Ivan and, and, and Lydia here. And honestly, I, I just feel like walking out of the studio because I don't think we... Uh, no, 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 no. Your, your, your presence and your rhetoric can just even the a person without legs out of a place because at the end of the day if there are people and the only the only consolation i have is maybe because they are they are singing for their own food because um, um without this i don't think that they they have any other employment so they have to do this but even if you have to do this don't you feel sorry for the country that you live in don't you have the, sp the spirit for your country to sit here and speak and sprout all this madness that is that is something that you call a democracy. For me, these people like that, 
make me actually sadder than the president because the president is a demagogue. In, 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 in effect, he's, he's, he's a psychopath who doesn't know better than this. But what about these people? Like, but, should they do this? Should they sink so low to put food on their plate? And, and I think we need to have a conversation about democracy and poverty because people like these are driven by poverty and by lack of anything. You look at people like Mao or Mama Mabira and people like that, and you think, how did they get to rock bottom like that? But then you look at Mao and you think, this person hasn't been employed in, with proper employment or an achievement in how many years of his life? So if, if, if people those, at rock those, bottom, then those are, very are we expecting of, of them leaders. to do better than what they are doing? Should we, in, in, in reality, expect better from Wanyoto or, 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 or Ivan here? And, 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 and for me, that is the saddest story that this, this story told. Because look at the people in Soroti. These are impoverished people, right down to the MPs themselves. Do you know how much money they borrowed to even get where they are? Do you know what moved one of them to FDC to start running around with President Museveni? Because he knew now he has funding. But does he believe, does he even believe in any ideology of the NRM? Or he's just running to where they'll get him passed so that he gets a job? Does he have a job outside politics? We are making assumption that he yes, had a job. Let, let's, let's, let's go to Honorable Which job was it? What was he doing? Please, let, let's allow Honorable Salamala, please. Eh? Please, you'll have the last word. He was word who? On this. You'll have the last word on this. No, no. Doing what? Let, no, doing what? Honorable Salamala, please. The microphone is yours. Anyway, do not worry. Uh, do not worry. I, I, I think with impoverished uh, people, it's the, very, very hard. Honorable to, to to how do we move now? You're, you're a member of parliament, but how do we move these elections to become legitimate? Gangsters, gangsters, please let us allow uh, uh, one of our colleagues to speak. Come how again. Do, how do we move elections from this death knell to become legitimate contests in which people get the leaders they deserve and the in leaders the, they want? In the, in the first place, uh, elections will always be death knell. It's a, you, there is no second contest. There is no runners up in an election. It is a, you either win or lose. So the, the, the first thing is preparation. And uh, like he said, one of them is strategy. And if you're strategizing for the state, your strategy should be very different from a normal election. Right from the time when, right from the time when they are registering, you know, when they are coming up with voters' registers, you're supposed to be very alert. Because the time when they are changing boundaries, you're supposed to be very alert. The time when... Uh, the time when uh, the, actually the nominations, you're supposed to be very alert. The time when they are, you're choosing who is going to be your agent, you're supposed to be very alert. There are specific things that you're supposed to do that cannot be, you know, stipulated all in this one radio show. But, uh, but the, the other thing I want to tell uh, the, the NRM is uh, now that there is nothing at the, at the top, because all of, you have, all of you are now coming for elections, you're going to find an election where actually almost two of you are strong. You're going to turn guns to each other. This is what you're not seeing. You're going to turn guns, the independent and the NRM candidate are going to turn guns to each other. Because what happens is they are going to go for, for, for what do they call, before the pre-elections, before primaries. the primaries. Primary when they go for the, they'll go for the primaries, after the primaries, the independent NRM will be as strong as the as the NRM candidate. And then they will turn the guns to each other, even in the same party. So what we are supposed to do now as the opposition is to go back on the drawing board and then find, know that the state is, dis, is desperate uh, and it needs these positions very fast. And how do we best engage the state at, 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 this, at, at, at its point? Because now 
what they are doing is they have shown us we are we are we are not going to change we are going to rig in broad daylight we are going everything so now how do we re-strategize and you're going to see more violence in the next no, elections Mawa has chosen joining in RM anyway. No, for me, I'm, uh, for me, I didn't join with Mao. Okay. The Mao went with his with himself, <laughs> not the party. But he, he was a binding party. Mm. We are, no, we are going to discuss Mao in the in the second part of this. I, I want so, to. So uh, the, 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 the yes. strategy is to re-strategize as opposition to abat yeah. this particular way of of, yeah. of this gang stuff. Now. Honorable Lydia Wanyoto, how do we move these elections to legitimate contest for leaders? I am sure you also do not like the, the nature of elections you've been engaged in in the last few uh, months as the NRM. How do you move these elections from arrests, detentions, tear gas to legitimate contests where people just line up, drop in their ballot, we count the votes, the winner gets into parliament? You, you, if, you, if you care to listen to me, is that we are not homogeneous in character and the way we behave. In Soroti, we had areas where you could hardly know that there was an election going on. People were peaceful, and those who were campaigning were peaceful, because we, we shared out deployment. But you also have personalities and characters who are radical, and you, you don't have to put the color. In NRM, we have radicals. In FDC, they are also radicals. Mm -hmm. So they met. And then we also have... Let me tell you why, why you don't want to listen to me, but the point is, where I stand, is that this election was a do die because Ariko was denied FDC space as a member of parliament on FDC ticket. He moved on, listen. Please let us Without listen. Without the let reason. Listen to Honorable Lydia She's listened to everyone. He moved from FDC to independent. From, from, his, from being an independent... The vote variance without the two parishes was 300 votes. Then he became F NRM. When he became NRM in this by-election, what is paining FDC most and why the propaganda the whole country is not because uh, if it was some other person who had, who had won this election, maybe the anger and bitterness wouldn't be the way you are seeing it today under propaganda. But because it is a, a Rico whom they had thrown away, they are hurt because they wanted to teach a, a, a Rico a lesson. A lesson that, you know, you left FDC, now we, you have lost. But he left, he was smart enough. He left FDC, joined NRM, he joined NRM and won. And I would like to let FDC know that in politics, you are better off managing your leaders. Because if, a member, if somebody has risen in your party, to a member of parliament, you do not rubbish them the way they rubbish Tariko. He has actually taught them a lesson, not so much because he was in NRM, but because he turned out stronger. He has won an election under NRM, but he came. He, he joined NRM. Please, let He joined NRM. He joined NRM. He joined NRM. I've been listening please, to people like now. Because what I'm saying is punchy and it's a fact. That's why they are making noise. But the truth is, the pain and ego of FDC is what has hurt them because Arico won and Arico was one on their own. Next time, better treat your members of parliament who have a base in a better side. They do not leave the party. 
Because Arico has taught you a lesson that he can be an MP without being a FDC in an FDC purported stronghold. All right, all right. Thank you so much. So that, that is the point I wanted to so make to them. It, it is well. It is well. So that is, a, that is the issue on the table. Let us take a break. That Arico won, not because he was the FDC, because he had time to become NRF. Capital Gang on 91.3 Capital FM. Hey, thank you so much for staying with us. On Please, 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 we are back on air now. I, I must say that the guests the guests of this show are more passionate and honest off air than they are. As you come in to, to, to moderate the show, there is one point which we have all missed. There was also a big contradiction within the NRM. The vice president and the other group and it also impacted on the way that uh, process was conducted and even the results okay th thank you so much for that but i, I want us to switch gears no. now to the honorable <laughs> nobat Mawa. Uh, 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 and uh, and uh, now that uh, honorable yes. seva mala is here um, <laughs> no 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 I, I i am not going to allow us to get into that debate um, Honorable Sevamala, your party president has taken oath as the Minister of Justice and Constitutional Affairs. Your, your party is now a, in a cooperation agreement with the NRM to rule Uganda. And I, I want to start by asking you, um, what is it now that you think of the party that you belong to um, after the events that happened this week with the swearing in of your party president as the Minister for Justice and Constitutional Affairs? First and foremost, I would want to tell our listeners that uh, this has been uh, an ongoing engagement. It's not something that came abruptly. It's something that has been a process. It is something that uh, Mao did not just wake up to do in a day. Because uh, if you looked at uh, the stand of DP at the moment, you find that it is one of the weakest opposition parties. Yet it is one of the parties that has the strongest structures at, the, at village level. He himself got only 150,000 votes out of million, out of almost one, 15, mi, all, uh, 12 million votes. 18. You understand? 18 is now the exaggerated number, but from here I think... 18 is okay. just a number of voters. <laughs> okay, let's say 18, but he got 150,000. That makes that is that is less than even a constituency in some, in, in most of the places. So, so, so what I'm trying to say is, uh, he was than so what I'm Please trying to continue, say, continue, continue. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is, he has propagated his way out, way back, by failing party structures, by not doing, by doing uh, surface eh, regional meetings, by uh, uh, manipulating or uh, changing the constitution in the delegates' conferences. Uh, by doing very many things, such that by the time he came to this point, he had he, he was ready to to, to 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 get out. So what do we partake of the cooperation agreement that he made? You very well you're aware that uh, there are very many clauses. First and foremost, we don't have the cooperation agreement. We have not seen a signed copy. <laughs> I've only seen something trending on trending on media, which he says, which he says, yeah, which he says is a. Uh, is a, is a draft, and it is also subject to, it was subject to some changes before signing. Mm -hmm. Because that is what I heard him say on some TV station. So, yeah. No, they were, I think, he has, up till now, nobody has seen the signed copy of what. He might even have sold the party completely at some <laughs> cost. So, 
So we 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 are not sure. We, 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 yeah. So now you might even have put a, a a fee for for the party. So what are we talking about? This is a party. This is a party that uh, has structures of uh, had by the time he came to power. It had it came, by the time he came in. It had structures of fifty six people on on at village level. That translate that would be around seventy with seventy thousand six hundred and forty six villages. It will be around almost four million voters, or almost four million yes. people. On, on so now, if you go down, allow, allow me ask you uh, um, some really difficult questions because mm -hmm. it's easy to, to blame nobody please, please. for this. Um, mm, the, DP lent, yes, DP. The, the, the DP lent its structures to the Honorable Amama Mbabazi in in the elections in twenty sixteen. Mm -hmm. The outcome wasn't any pretty for for Amama Mbabazi. If you did have those village structures. So why didn't they lend themselves to the support? That's, that, that, that's why I'm telling also, you that. That is why I'm telling also, that as soon as he came in, he started failing the yes, structures. Members of the Democratic Party are, are are known to be very vibrant politicians. Um, why haven't you campaigned on this issue of Nobat Mao selling the party structures to sort of be, get a new leadership inside mm. the DP? Are you speaking towards the weakness of the party? Uh, like I've told you, like I started my, my my rhetoric, I told you first and foremost, as soon as he came in, what he did was to first fight his own party. What he did was to weaken, not, not, okay, what he did was first and foremost not to, 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 to support the, the district offices, not to support the, the, the parishes and basically the structures up to the village level. As soon as he came in, remember when he came in, he got a bit sick. By the time the, the, the go forward thing was there, he was almost on drip. So, he, he actually he says he left drip to come to, for the nomination so at that time he based on that to to, to say that he, he cannot support the parties because he's not around and he's not and his health is not good so from the word go in the, when when uh, mr mama babas was coming in there was no support to the structures on the ground all through the 10 years now 12 years there has not been any support to the ground structures and there has been he has always used surface structures. What are the, what do I mean by surface structures? They, uh, you you come to Masaka, find out who are pro Mao or pro Mbide or pro Siranda, pick out a few names and then list them and say these are the structures that we are sending to the electoral commissioners, district chairpersons, and district everything. So, at the end of it all, uh, by the time he moved, he actually by the time Nope came in, Nope just went back and revived the, the, the Democratic Party structures themselves and then used them in the election. And nobody, that's why you see that during the last election, he could not go back. He had no chairman to call or no, no, nobody to, to look up to. Hence the 150,000 voters. You ran a presidential campaign as the Democratic Party. Your candidate well, your took part in, mm. in the elections. And he got 150,000 voters. Yes, he traversed the country. But the, the question that I'm asking you is, are these legitimate concerns that you're raising now, mm. do they speak to the weakness of the party as Democratic Party? And yes. If that weakness exists, why isn't the Democratic Party capitalizing on that weakness to mobilize and say this is the... Exactly. You have exactly. Uh, you, you, you remember in the... Let me just give you the, the most recent the most recent uh, the most recent interview that he had at parliament when he was asked why why uh, why aren't you but the party members are saying you are not they were not consulted and abcd and he said but i am with the leadership what he did was to have a few in leadership that just closed the door for everyone that wants to come in and 
come up with any change. So he moves with the secretary general, the chair, the chair, the chairman of the party. He moves with a vice president. He moves plus their deputies, the lady, the woman league chairperson, the chairman UID. So at the end of it all, it is a small cocoon that has the office and and positions. And it is not on the grassroots. And when you want to, to when you want to come up with, we come up with a strategic plan, lay it down. He read, he says, okay, this one is okay. This one will will be very perfect. Tomorrow they are in a small office saying, but how best do we, how best do we work on this I think he's being very stubborn. What do we do? They, so it, 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 he has not gone down. He has not gone down to revive the structures. He has not actually. Whenever you come in, because now we have started a campaign of Tasa DP or Save Our DP. Now we have to come up with a, a leadership that is parallel to Mao's, to, to Mao, to Mao's structures, mm -hmm. such that we can go back and, 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 and what? And rebirth the, 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 the party. Okay, Honorable Abdul Katuntu, the president described Mao's entry into cabinet as a, a diff, he used a different logic to arrive at Mao's uh, adoption into cabinet. And he also says that there's a greater national importance that the Honorable Robert Mao will play towards uniting the country. Um, from just the president's statements of, of bringing Mao in, into the fold and, and saying that Mao is a moderate leader who is willing to put the national interests above his party's interests, do you believe the president? Do you no. believe that no, Mao is, 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 is even the kind Mao of doesn't leader? believe the president? No. Is Mao a moderate leader? Yes, he is. There's no doubt. But what you're not what? asking me is whether it, the president. The, yeah, I'm also going no to come to that. <laughs> Hold on. No, no worries. Uh, honorable, please wait. Let and, us and have, and let us have honorable. I, 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 I'm going to agree with the Honorable, yes. but on a, for different reasons. Uh, that's why the president... Uh, the, that's why the president said he agrees with Mao. He didn't say he agrees with the DP. So the whole cooperation is between Mao and, and the president. And let me tell you, Mao is a very... <laughs> what can I say? Sure, not shrewd. It's very unfortunate because actually he's not the leader of DP. He's not. And let me tell you why. When you talk about DP, basically, you are talking about Uganda. And the entire Uganda DP rejected Mao. They have never recognized his leadership. That's why when Nup came, it looted all the DP leadership in Uganda, and they became Nup. All of them 100%. Mao has been winning the so-called DP leadership by organizing the rest of places where he will get delegates, but there is no party. You go to Karamoja, and you have delegates there, but there is no DP in Karamoja. You go to Kapchora, you get delegates there, and there is no DP there. And when they come as a national delegates conference, they are competing with Voodoo where there is DP in the same numbers. So these guys without DP, they are in their areas, outnumber those with DP. That's why you find that in Buganda, other than really Mbide um, at national level, I don't see any DP leader with who has been with Mao. So Mao has been leading a shell of DP. 
But DP as a party has been in a big, big problem because what you call DP is actually real, real DP is in the structures of these people in Bundu, a little bit of uh, the Buganda, 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 not Buganda, the Buganda uh, geographical area. This other place, like where I come from, I don't see DP there. I don't see the structures he's talking about. So, the reason we got in Mao, the reason we got in Mao was for that. So, so the entire the entire Buganda rejected DP from the beginning. That's why you see people like Numbers, people like the Lord Mayor. They they were just saying, no, no, we can't work with him with the Mao. They have been working with other leaders in other political parties. And uh, so Mao has been isolated. So is the reason why I think the president is dealing with Mao, it's not because of DP. No. Forget it. It's because, in my view, it's because of actually. Yes. And when you talk about the 150,000 votes Mao got, yes. the chunk of it is actually from actually. Yes. It's not in Uganda. Yes. So, I don't know why people are not analyzing this and they imagine it is DP. It's, this thing is not about DP. Because the DP now in Uganda is actually noob. And amongst the DP in Uganda, Mao is not a factor. Mao is not a factor at all. In, in actually, Mao could be a factor, by the way, especially with the death of what? Of Olanya. Mao is going to be a factor in, in, in actually. And if you are a strategist, and I imagine that's why President Museveni said, no, I need to, after losing out in Buganda, and I said this last time, almost irretrievably, let me now capture Acholi and, and what we call the political, political regions in, in the north, the only two, Lango and Acholi. You get a, a Hamson Oboa, government chief whip. You bring in Mao, Minister of Justice, you, you've got a other, other position there. So you consolidate to replace what you have lost in where? In Uganda. So don't, don't tell me about DP. There is nothing deep. Nobody, nobody. Yeah. Who's going I want to, Honorable Samu Junganda, you've worked with Nobat Mao as, the, as members of the Forum for Democratic Change and even as a party. Um, you've worked with Nobat Mao at iPod. You've worked with him in many uh, arrangements as, as opposition. What do you make of his entry into cabinet as a moderate leader, the way the president describes him? <clears throat> First of all, sometimes I have a problem with the where we frame questions for debate. Mr. Seven, Mr. Seven is fighting all the institutions, traditional leaders, religious leaders, political parties, and this is where we are now as a country. The elections at Uganda Muslim Supreme Council, the money that Mubaji is using, 2.5, was given by M7. And you think M7 will give you money to choose a religious leader who will... No, I, I, <laughs> so, I remember the religious leaders, including the late Archbishop, went to meet the president about a national dialogue. And then he started by one, one by one. You, Mubaji, when you sold the Muslim property, did you have a dialogue with them? Eventually, the Archbishop left with the 
some money to go and start a circle. Of course, Mubaji, I think he is on a drip sustained by M7. Yeah. So he has four traditional institutions, started small in Uganda. You know what has happened? In Kasese, you know what has happened? Even with the political parties, I, I, I am a leader in a political party. You will have your own people, part of your own people fighting a political party they belong to. Because M7 wanted to create a, a, a Chinese sort of arrangement where all the political parties are working with him. They are like an affiliate of NRM. So the honorable number tomorrow where I agree with the, with the Sevamara, um, <clears throat> his journey did not start yesterday or with the last elections. No. When I joined politics living in the media, in 2010, I wrote an article, and Mao was very angry with me. Uh, I hope this time he will not. Because I went to Guru, when, where we were conducting training for local leaders, and I met Mao there. There are two things that I put in that article I wrote in the Observe. First, I met Mao at night. He didn't recognize I was the one passing, telling uh, <clears throat> Uh, still there in accord, that if M7 had handled us uh, properly, would help him defeat FDC. And Mao said that. At the time, Otema Wanyi and Leto Ochora were fighting FDC and all the Achori leaders, including fabricating uh, murder cases against Okumurigan. I meet Mao with Ochora and Otema Wanyi in the same swimming pool they are just enjoying. So when I wrote that, Mao was very angry with me. Maybe legitimately. But I think Mao, <clears throat> and I remember, uh, let me now, if some, some people will be angry with me. There's one who was saying, uh, one of those NRM strategists at that time, that maybe they did not handle Mao well, but he was willing to work with them. It is only now terms that have been agreed. But I think Mao had all along wanted to work with him seven, and maybe M7, M7 didn't want to work with him. Now that both of them are vulnerable, because you must also understand the politics. Sometimes people join NRM, and I remember the owner of making this statement, when the former UPC whip in parliament, who was Minister for Health, uh, Abdul remind me, Dr. Maringa died. M7 went and said, this guy had been a very good card of NRM. And Mshaka said, it's bad manners. If you squeeze a person and he joins you out of vulnerability, it, it's bad manner to say he was your good friend. <laughs> Someone who came for lunch and he was hungry. And then someone only is a family member, he keeps coming here, but he comes only at lunch time. Uh, <clears throat> many of the people who have joined M7, it is not because they now think M7 is a very good leader, but out of vulnerability, one by one will go to join him. But, but uh, Honorable Semuji, if I could ask so, you a more complicated question. Yes. There are other members who've worked with Museveni who've yeah. joined you. Um, Amanya Mushega, Elia Katega, if we could mention. The list yeah. is, is long. Yeah. Um, why is it that those people, when they join you, uh, it's not vulnerability, it's a matter of principle. And when they join Museveni, because they, it's a matter because of vulnerability. We are, because we are offering no lunch. Mm. We are offering no lunch. Um, so people will not come to have this to pick lunch. And can I say, Raymond, not say... <laughs> but even Elia Katega, <laughs> Okay. Okay, Nancy, you have uh, I'm, I'm, a few minutes, I'm, then I'll come to Ivan. Yes, yes. Um, 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 he's not saying that people who switch parties is because of vulnerability. People can switch for ideological reasons and legitimate reasons. 
And that is allowed, and we've seen this in more mature democracies, where people switch allegiances for when their, their ideologies change, and that is acceptable. Where we draw the line in this mockery of a democracy is where people switch allegiances because they're looking for their next meal. And he's, he's, he's sanitizing it, calling it vulnerabilities, but let's call it what it is. Poverty. It, it is poverty that is driving this. Look at Mao. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, if your daughter comes uh, having an iPhone, and uh, is dressed very well, but they don't work, they don't do anything, they, they're probably, chances are they're prostituting themselves. Mao has survived all this time, doing what? What is he doing? Those like, literally, he's doing say. nothing. And we said... We, we, we did agree that Mao has been working with Museven for many years. Yeah, and it started you. with... Uh, yeah? Okay, what's well, so the same with you? Okay, okay. No, Mao personally said that for him, he met Museven for the first time when he was 23, when he was a guild president in Makerere, and they have been talking ever since then. He but, says, but, and the, even, the president even, talks so, to many actors in, in the political so, sphere. He's okay. Yes. But I know what he's insinuating. But don't forget, even before he became president of FDC. Of, of he, DP. I mean of DP. He, he became president of DP to derail the party. It was before he became the president that he was set up to derail the party. Because President Museven has always been uh, scared of the historical parties more than the new parties. He'll be scared of UPC uh, or DP is, uh, more than... So, no, 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 no. Mao was financed. No, 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 no. It is not gospel. Mao was financed to take over DP. Where did... No, 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 no. Where did he get from the money? Where did... To stand for the... To fund structures at that bottom. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Let's make it a Okay, okay. Okay, okay. You see, and, and, and if we can listen to Wanyoto, why can't, well, how can she even discredit numbers okay, continue, of a person who has a higher caliber than her? Anyway, moving on. It doesn't matter. That is health. We are talking about, at least she's less impoverished than you. And we are talking about vulnerability. Let's vulnerable let, than you. Let, let's please stick to the gangster rules. No, let's, let's, Raymond, make, make Raymond, what I'm saying, writing, what I'm saying, it has always been no, on record. Make, make your point no, without deriding others. Okay, can I, can I talk? Can you talk? No, 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 no break. Okay, let, let's call a short break. We, we sort ourselves out. I, I will make sure everyone is safe. And when we get back, we conclude the show. Thank you so much for coming back with the Capital Gang. We are going to make our concluding remarks. We've had an ethical break to discuss ourselves internally. Ivan, you have one minute to make your concluding remarks. I haven't uh, no. finished. No, 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 Namfi, please. Understand. Ivan? You know, you know, you know um, first of all, so this conversation about who should work with the, the president, who should work with the NRM and who should... So I want to ask, what is the alternative? For the last 36 years, you know, since the NRM came to power, we have had uh, 2020... Uh, uh, is it six elections, 2001, 2006, 2011, 2016? Five elections. In those, in those uh, five elections, no opposition leader has ever gained three million votes. For, yes, in uh, more, uh, more than uh, three, three million votes. Uh, uh, the second thing is the NRM... Please, you, you, you have one minute yes, to make yes, your point. Yes, yes. The, make NRM, your point. Yeah, the NRM has consistently 
had more than uh, about more than sixty uh, percent of the of parliament. When we've had elections at local council level last time, we had LC one election. The NM has gained more than eighty percent of the or, or, you know votes at LC one level. So when you say that this idea that belligerence, that political belligerence is is the honourable fashion of political contestation, I do not understand where it is grounded. What what rationale under what rationale it is grounded? Okay. So if, the, if if Mao is yes. trying to propose an alternative way of engagement. This is the first time, by the way, beyond saying Mao is working with them seven alone, this is the first time that there has been a formal and a cooperation, public formal cooperation agreement Wait, between the two political parties. Because these MPs... No, 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 no. Ivan, please, please. Okay, last line, last line. The Uganda People's Congress. These opposition MPs, many of these opposition MPs, behind the scenes go and get money from the president, he finances the election. We agreed, we agreed not to get into allegations. Honorable Abdul Katuntu. But, Okay, no worries. But, Honorable Abdul Katuntu, please make your point. I've switched off that microphone. The Honorable Abdul Katuntu, please make your concluding remarks. It's only your microphone which is on, please. Continue. Have a good weekend. All right, thank you so much. Honorable Semujunganda. <laughs> you see, at the time um, I was joining politics, when Katuntu and others in Pafo, we were moving to speak to Ugandans. At that time, the debate was what is good for the country. Exactly. The debate in the country has degenerated. In a show, someone will be justifying and rationalizing every single thing that the NRM has done, and another one is contesting it. I just pray that maybe one day we go back to that. We go begin discussing what is good for Uganda because we don't have another country because I mean throughout this show someone can justify what has happened in Soroti and blaming victims because these positions we hold and associations are not permanent I joined the party that I would founded I would is not there maybe tomorrow I'm not going to be there what is constant is the country I don't know which sort of leaders will now redirect the, the, the dialogue in the country to begin discussing what is good for Uganda. And because, the, I mean, that's how I got attracted to the group of the cartoons that started FDC. Their discussion was different. Today, I think all of us uh, have degenerated. The discussion of the powerful that I went to attend as a journalist in Imbale, in Jinja, at Hotel Africana, they were even inviting in speakers from Tanzania. How are you able to transit from one leader to another? Inviting people from Kenya. And for me, that's what I want to see in Uganda. But discussing Mao, there will be another victim. Yesterday was Beth Kamia, uh, whom Seven was arrested because she wrote an article calling on Vahima elders to go and speak to Seven. He was finishing the country. And then Seven arrested her. After joining now, she says Seven is the best thing that has happened to Uganda. So therefore, I, I am just calling upon, if there are leaders who are not as encumbered as those of us who have taken position, we just need to have a new discussion on what is good for Uganda, not what is good for our individual political parties. Honorable Lydia Wanyoto, please make your concluding remarks. Um, my concluding remarks is that uh, I was in Soroti City by election. Honorable Herbert Ariko won a fair and relatively free election because it was very competitive. I've given the reasons why it was very competitive. Both of them 
have uh, <clears throat> a background of FDC and have also been members of parliament. So that, that, that alone uh, made NRM and FDC meet in one center uh, to pull off an election of one of strong candidates, formerly FDC, uh, MOP material uh, candidates. So the lies and the propaganda should cool down so that we appreciate the dynamics of that vote and we move on. Well, the reason why I've actually been very firm on this talk show is to make a point to remove away the lies and the propaganda and also to put a, a point that if you're an individual and a leader, it does not move away whether you're in government or you're in another party. The moment you are radical, you are, you are reckless, you will be caught up by the arms of the law. Those of us that were not involved in this fracas were in Soroti. But also we had our colleagues who had gone to fight and defeat the process so that there is a repeat like the Honorable Semuju has said. They wanted a repeat like, a, like that the one of who, which was overturned by the May, Kampala mayor election saying this election is bad, therefore we should repeat. We, should, we cannot continue wasting resources to cater, to, to cater for, for egos. This was just a by-election to correct the issue of boundaries and a recall one right. uh, it was yeah. they should do come thank you they should do he, sh he has a role to now bring together all the members of that community because they were like almost 50 50 and lead everybody because right. it was contest yeah. it was a hotly contested thank election so much, for, for those of us who went there let's turn down the propaganda because the next destination is the palisa we have kasese and we have wuchimbiri in chisoro Okay, so um, really, okay, this um, is where we are. Honorable Sevamala, please make your concluding remarks. My, uh, my, Gangsters, please, let's I, listen to each other. I, I, I want to tell our, our listeners that the problems of Uganda are no longer colors. We, it is not about how yellow you look like or how blue or green or red. It is, it is people. It is we people that are using these bad roads, the health system, the education system, and all that. So I, I want you to brace yourself for better, I mean for worse. Bless yourself for us because uh, the next, the only way we can change uh, leadership is through elections. And uh, by blessing yourself for us, you need to come up with proper structures. We are saying we are reigniting the grounds, the Democratic Party ground structures from the villages, parishes, sub counties, constituencies, and then the districts. So uh, you join us in the fight such that we can, you know, get proper solutions, proper leaders for this country. The Mao cooperation agreement is is not. Pro, is pro Mao. It's not pro country. It's not pro party. So if he has decided to go in for that for, for himself, it is okay. We wish him well. Let him move on with his career okay. and let us. All right. Let Thank you so much, Namfi. You have just one minute to make your concluding remarks. Um, I think DP should brace themselves for the state machinery to come up to come for them. While trying to revive this party like they did UPC because it is in their it is in the president's best interest that their party is dead but it's not undoable the problem we have in this country is leaders who have no integrity and leaders who are for sale and this sale we've seen it taking place over a period of time and this final sale was not even as a trade of TDP I agree with Katuntu. It was a trade of, uh, it was a trade of be be between the new marriage between the Cholis and, and the President Museveni. After losing Buganda completely, he's now decided to quote other people who he has ignored for the last 36 years. Now he has created this new marriage because do not forget that he's also losing his base among the people from the West. So he's trying to quote the people from the North and the people from the East in a new move.
that because we've seen actually elders going to state house in hijabs. So, and uh, Gomez. Please, please, Nampi, please, so, please, so, please. No, 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 I'm not insulting any elder. We, 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 so, yes, at the end of the day, remarks, they are doing this, this, this under the radar deals. And we have seen one of them conclude into Mao becoming be, becoming a minister of justice. That space was left deliberately open to lead on several people to think that they're going to take it so that they keep them in line. But as long as democracy is for sale and integrity is for sale in this country, we are never going to get good leaders. Those people calling Mao genius, that is nonsense. Geniuses don't do things like that. He's okay. shrewd, maybe, that, 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 and very selfish and lacks integrity. That, 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 thank you so much, Namfi, for those concluding remarks and really colorful descriptions. And thank you so much to our listeners who've been with us for two hours. Thank you so much to the gangsters who've allowed to be in this room. I must mention, thank you so much, Oscar Semwea, who is away and who's been texting me here. Um, I think that he's coming with a bigger whip in the next show. So, Namfi, I think you should prepare yourself. Uh, but thank you so much, everyone, listening to us. Um, I've been Raymond Mujuni, your host, and uh, I, I wish you guys a good weekend.